0: Amen. You may be seated. Amen. Amen. Let's give God another hallelujah, man. Uh, my name is Josh Turner. I'm one of the pastors here at Holland Chapel. And my main focus is missions and, uh, and church planning it falls underneath that. And this morning we're going to celebrate uh, what God uh, is doing uh, through the Johnson and Knight family in northwest Arkansas and planting a church uh, to reach a, uh, a lost world. And so uh, this morning, let's continue the celebration, all right? This is big. This is, don't take it lightly, and we're going to dig into Scripture a little bit just real quick, and then uh, you get a chance to hear from, uh, get to, get to know uh, the Johnson family and that family a little bit more, and so the first service when we're going through this, I thought, man, I'm glad we get to do this again. So uh, y'all are in for a treat this morning. So I want to turn to, um, well, let me back up. You can go ahead and turn there. Romans chapter 10, we're going to look at verses 13 through 15, but I want to tell you a quick How we got to this point uh, before we dig into there. Several years ago, uh, three or four years ago, uh, Holland Chapel decided to start preparing for another church plant. We're commanded in scripture to to go and to send. And so we knew that God wanted us to do it. And we've done it. uh, We sent Todd Calloway, many of y'all know him, uh, to Cleveland. Todd and Todd Calloway, Reed Pfeiffer, uh, 12 or 13 years ago. And uh, God just did some amazing things uh, through them. But that was our last, uh, I'll use the, the language, sending church. That was our last opportunity to actually be the sending church for, uh, for a church plant. And this church history, uh, 72, I think, years old, uh, just had a history of, of mission work and going and sending. And, and just so thankful for that. So, uh we started setting funds aside uh it takes that right to to make things happen and so we started just out of faith not knowing the who not knowing the where not even knowing the how uh absolutely 100 percent on faith started preparing as much as we could just trusting that god would provide the who and the where and the how uh and and i cannot tell you uh how happy i am uh it's just a testament to God, His grace and His glory on, on how He works, that He has provided us uh, the opportunity to partner with the Johnsons and the Knights uh, in, in sharing the gospel. So let's look at uh, Romans chapter 10 verses 13 through 15. "For everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. But how can they call on the ne- oh, sorry <clears throat> but how can they call on Him to save them unless they believe in Him? And how can they believe in Him if they have never heard about Him? And how can they hear about him unless someone tells them? Verse 15. And how will anyone go and tell them without being sent? And I just want to stop there for a moment and just brag on on Holland Chapel and ultimately give God the glory, right? Uh, Without him, it would not be possible. But Kind of what I said just a minute ago, the history here, the pedigree, if you will, has always been to go, always been to send. And uh, sometimes we don't always know how, but, but... We're called to follow Christ in faith, right? And this church has always been good to do that and just continues. This is such a a generous church, not only financially but just with your prayer life and just really seeking God's will. And so I just want to, man, celebrate what God's done uh, in history through this church and then also going forward. Some big things are coming. Uh, I don't want to steal Micah's thunder too much, but he, he'll talk about big things. He's got, company, you know, he, he knows God's got big things in store, and that's one of the Johnson's children, and uh, just so excited and so grateful to be a part of this church, uh, and then it's mission-mindedness, uh, so uh, we'll go on there, second half of verse 15, and that is why the scriptures say, how beautiful are the feet of messengers who bring good news. Good news there is the gospel. Um, something special about someone that's willing to give up the comforts that we can all rely on a lot of times, right? To give it up and to go whatever it takes to carry out God's call in their life. Uh, I got the utmost respect for the Johnson family and the Knight family and and. and in anyone, right? Uh, it it takes a lot of us. It looks like going across the street. We speak that language a lot around here, around the hot chapel. About going across the street, that's your going, right? Uh, whatever it is, putting aside our desires and following God in our life, and uh, there's just something special about uh, about these people. Um, I've cried with them, laughed with them, rejoiced with them. Uh, Renee said it. She said, I'll never do this again. <laughs> and here they are. Uh, but again, that's putting aside our desires, our wants for God's call on our life and not storing our treasures up here, but in heaven, right? So uh, I'm going to ask Kyle, Aaron to come. If y'all would give Aaron a round of applause as he comes up, and they're going to share a little bit about their heart.
1: Well, good morning. So good to see each of you, Aaron. We're so glad to have you, Amen. your family, and the Knight family here. We're going to hear from you guys uh, this morning. Uh, as uh, Josh said, we've prayed a long time and prepared a long time, and today's the day that we get to send out um, this incredible team to go plant a church. Uh, so, um, you guys have been, you and your family have been around here about six months with mm-hmm. us, an opportunity for us to get to know you and spend time with you. Hopefully, you've taken that opportunity, just an incredible opportunity. But some things you may or may not know about Aaron that are important. First of all, he's from Oklahoma. He's an Oklahoma boy. Go sinners. Woo, he said it out loud in church. I don't know what to do Go with that. Sinners. Lots of grace in this building right now. Uh, you've been preaching the gospel, the death, the burial, and the resurrection of Jesus Christ for nearly 20 years. Um, you um, planted a church in Washington, Pennsylvania, long ways from here. God used you and your family there in planting Life Point Church and leading Life Point, Point Church over about the last 12 years. And uh, now you're about to move to Northwest Arkansas. So, the big question, especially with what you just uttered a few moments ago, <laughs> are you going to cheer for the hogs? Yes. Whoa. All right. There you go. You've heard it. He said it publicly.
2: Well, I was just going to say, living here for eight years, we know how to call the hogs. Oh,
1: you know. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. And plus, hopefully they'll give you a reason to start cheering for them pretty soon. Right. All right. So Bentonville, Northwest Arkansas, but specifically Bentonville, Arkansas is where God's taking you. Here we are in Benton and God's taking you guys to Bentonville. So just give us a quick thought and uh, ideas as to why Bentonville.
2: Yeah, so one of the things that we prayed as we left PA and moved south is that God would allow us to do ministry close back to our family. So my dad is in Prior, Oklahoma, and Renee's family lives here in central Arkansas. So one of the things that we just asked God is, can we move back and can we do ministry close to our family? And he's He's allowing us to do that. So we knew that we wanted to be close to central Arkansas, and we literally put a dot on the map and just looked at cities two hours, two or three hours away from central Arkansas. And so we started doing that and we landed in Northwest Arkansas. And one of the reasons, one of the things that drew us to that area was well, the statistics that we hear that are 40 people a day that are moving to northwest Arkansas. So there's thousands of people that are moving there. And over the next five years, 70,000 new people will live in that area. And those people are coming from all over the nation to live there because of Walmart and the Walmart effect. We talk about that a lot. And so we want to be there. In addition to that, people are moving here from all over the nation. There are 63 different languages that are spoken in the Bentonville School District, which is where we will be. That's so just, we it's, it's we amazing. only have two in Benton.
1: English wow. and Redneck. Those <laughs> are the only good. two we speak in That's Benton. So.
2: <laughs> but what that tells us is there are people that aren't from there. And we understand what it's like not to be from a place, moving to Washington, PA, being from Arkansas and Oklahoma and living there. It took us 10 years to become locals there. And so God, we believe, is giving us an opportunity to reach people in Bentonville who aren't from there, build a relationship with them, and then introduce them to Jesus. Number three, and I didn't say this in the first service, but it's very dear to our heart, just being close enough to Holland Chapel to be able to do ministry together and do life together, we believe that many of you are going to be there and visiting there and encouraging us. And if we have a bad day, we can literally call our pastors and say, hey, would you come see us? And they can be there for dinner. So another great thing about living and planting a church in Bentonville.
1: Yeah. So incredible opportunities to reach people for Jesus there in that city. And we're just so incredibly excited. That's what God has identified as to where we're going to be planting this church. And so one thing I know we prayed about before we ever partnered with Aaron and one thing he prayed about long before he ever partnered with us is that In planting a church, we really wanted to see God put not just a family uh, that would be willing to do this, but a team together, so huge. And uh, in planting a church before, planting a church before, doing it by yourself, just not a good idea. I don't even think it's really a biblical idea. And so in praying all that, God has begun to put together... A team and uh, a family that's joined the team that we're so excited to introduce to you today and to celebrate today is Russell and Belinda Knight and they're going to come on up. So if you guys will welcome them and just say we're so glad to see you. They're going to come join us up here right now. So welcome Russell and Belinda. We're so glad to have you guys. Uh, Just a little bit about Russell and Belinda. Um, Russell has, uh, he and his family have been a part of planting two churches before one in West Virginia, still going great there, and uh, God's blessing. And a few years ago, moved to Washington State, literally about 20 minutes from where my family and I were planting a church. And God used them to plant a church in Tumwater, Washington. And uh, God has partnered them with the Johnsons. You guys recently. Like last week, made the drive down from Washington uh, to move to the Bentonville area and getting relocated and joining this team. So with that being said, this is going to be your third effort in planting a church. So the question is, what's motivating you to do it for a third time? Because it's hard, it's grueling, it's incredible, but it's very challenging. So what's bringing you
3: to do it a third time? Um, I've thought about that even since the first service. I think. God has just shown his power through church planting, and we've seen it over and over again. Um, We've been involved in church planting for the last 16 years or so, and I grew up in a church plant, and so I think about people like Joe and Tricia Wall who came in in the early days. We met in a coffee shop, and actually our church plant owned and operated a coffee shop in Washington, and Joe and Tricia had never been in church before, but that was a comfortable place for them to come in. And the gospel just came alive in their hearts, and they couldn't believe that it was this free gift offered from God. And just sitting down with Joe and Tricia and seeing their lives radically change with the gospel and just stories like that over and over again. I think about even Bonnie uh, Pratt, uh, who was a friend of Jana, uh, our daughter and they met in fourth grade, and we've had a relationship with them over the years. And it's a little fourth grade girl that said, I want you to know I'm Wiccan, but I love you guys and I think you're cool. We're well, not cool, but she thought we were. <laughs> and um, just able to share Jesus with her over the years, and can't really give you the end of the story because God's still working in her heart, but. Um, there's a gospel intensity that happens with church planting. And so it's kind of addictive for us. We just we want to be a part of it again. And then real quickly, just the opportunity to work with Aaron and Renee and, and their kids. It's a bucket list item for us. Um, so to get to do it a third time and to get to do it with them, just amazing. And also to echo what Aaron shared. We get to be close to home for the first time in 16 or 17 years. Our parents, um, Belinda's folks live about an hour east of Dallas, and my parents are in northeast Texas. And so in a half-day's drive, we can can be there and have lunch with them.
1: Did you hear that? A half-day's drive is close. That's close. That's a good deal. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, man, thank you for being a part of this team. Belinda, we're so glad you're part of this team. Um, you bring a sweetness to this team that was desperately needed. And you can laugh about that because if you know this team, you know that's true. The team's going to agree with it. You just have a sweet disposition about you. Uh, we've gotten to know you a lot for a lot of years and we're so thankful for our time. You guys are moving to a new location Uh, to plant a new church, and you're also entering into a new season of life. You guys have two children, Ryan and Jana, who I know. They're awesome young people, but they're moving into adulthood. So kind of tell us where you guys are with with life there with those guys.
4: Okay. So we are, will be, we're not yet, so we will be in August, empty nesters. And um, we're looking forward to that. Uh, We've done our job, and we're kicking the little birds out of the nest. But... Um, no, we, we trust that God has them from here. Um, we've enjoyed doing ministry with them um, and watching God work in their lives um, as they are becoming adults and know that God's not done with them yet, and looking forward to having more free time um, as empty nesters to spend in our community. And um, some of the verses that we've been going through at home, I have to switch. Sorry, it only knows my right-hand thumb. Um, some of the verses that we are sharing at home as our daughter is looking to leave the nest for the first time um, is that um, in 2 Corinthians 5.5, 5, it says, God himself has prepared us for this, and as a guarantee, he has given us his Holy Spirit. This is not only true for their lives as, as they launch forward, but... Um, it, it's true of the church planting, and as we have those hard days where we're sitting across the lunch table at school with, with a young lady um, whose parents we've never even seen, and, and as she clings to us, um, we are reminded of these verses that God himself has prepared us for this, and we can trust in that. Um, and then the other one, uh, which I, our, in our family we talk about is our marching orders, would be um, in Matthew 22, verse 37, Jesus replied, you must love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, and all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment, a second equally important, love your neighbor as yourself. So if we um, go throughout life here in the community in Northwest Arkansas and and our children as they launch out into adulthood, um, That'd be a good thing.
1: That's awesome. Thanks, Belinda. So their oldest son there, their our son, uh, Ryan, he's actually at John Brown University, um, which is not far away, which is kind of cool. And he's one of the coolest kids ever. He's actually excited about his parents being closer to him while he's at college. That doesn't happen every day, does it?
3: Maybe not this week.
1: Oh, not this week. This is not the week? Okay. Oh, the laundry is going to help out a lot. And then Jana just graduated high school, and she's about to go to Liberty University, and so a big move for her, and so we're thrilled about that. So you went ahead and mentioned that you guys originally are from Texas, and you've been known, Russell, in your time to throw some hook'em horns in the air. So how's that going to work out for you living in Hogville?
3: I guess I'll have to do that in like a private room in the house. Okay, all right. <laughs> are there any horns fans in the in the no, room? No, 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 no. Raise it no, high. Was no, there one? No. Yes, yes. One.
1: God bless you. We see that hand.
3: No. Um. Paul said, "Be all things to all people." Yeah. So yeah. We'll we'll get it figured out. Raise back, hands. That's okay.
1: <laughs> so good. So uh, Aaron and I are similar in some ways. Um, and so I think I can talk about him with respect and say this, that two words of many that describe him, I would use the word wild, and the other word, I would use the word zany, those things working together. So beautiful thing that Russell's a part of his team, because sure and steady is what you get with this guy right here. So it's just a beautiful balance. And so what we want to do right now, we're going to pray a few different prayers over these guys this morning. Uh, I'm going to ask Matt McGinney to come up and to pray. He's one of our deacons and just invested in these guys and loving on them. And to pray over, particularly uh, this morning, over um, Russell and over Aaron as pastors and as leaders as they go about planning this church. So Matt, lead us in prayer.
5: Let's pray. Dear Lord, I just thank you so much for the opportunity you've given me and and this church uh, to meet. And to get to know uh, this team, Lord, I just ask you to be with the Knights and the Johnsons as they go out. And, uh, Lord, to share the mission of this church to help people to, f- to find you and, and to know Jesus. And, Lord, I just ask that, uh, that you would guide and direct them as they do that. Lord, I just ask that, that you would bless their efforts. Lord, I just, uh, you tell us in your word, if we have faith as small as a mustard seed, you can say to this mountain, move from here to there, and it will move. And, Lord, I look at this group of people that is just a display of incredible faith. And, Lord, I'm just I'm excited to see the mountains move in northwest Arkansas. Mm. Lord, just ask you to bless the cities, the neighbors that they're uh, going to meet, the communities that they're going to be involved in. Lord, I just, uh, I just ask you to be preparing their hearts for what's coming. Lord, just the, uh, uh, it's just incredible to see, um, to see how you've put this whole thing together. And I'm, I'm excited to see where you, where you take it. And, Lord, I just ask that you would uh, be with Holland Chapel as we send them out today, Lord, that we would just be a blessing to them. As they said, Lord, within just a few hours, uh, we can be there to encourage them. We can be there to uh, just to fellowship with them. And, and, Lord, I just ask that we would take advantage of that opportunity and do that and just encourage them daily through our prayers. Um, But more than that, Lord, just uh, whenever we get an opportunity to go share your love with them as they're sharing your love with their community. Lord, I just, uh, I thank you so much, and it's your name I pray, amen. Amen.
1: Well, it's obvious, uh, I've known Russell and Aaron both uh, for, I guess, nearly 20 years for both of you, and so church, I just want you to know these guys have been faithful to the gospel for years, been preaching the name of Jesus, and we're just so blessed to be a part (laughs) of sending them out a team that is proven, that is seasoned and is ready to go. We're just so, so thankful. So would you again just give a a hand clap of encouragement to Russell and Belinda. Thank you guys so much. Now Aaron's family's gonna join us. Renee and Jeremiah and Micah and Lily are gonna come on up here. Would you guys welcome them onto the stage and encourage them a little bit. So which one's braver, moving to Bentonville to do this or walking on stage in front of you guys, right? That's the question. So you can see uh, just the the bravery that's in them. And so, man, we just are so thankful for you guys as a family. Uh, We'd love for you guys to take just a minute, share your heart, where you're at, what God's doing, your look to the future on this deal. So Renee, if you just share your heart a little bit on that.
6: I'm so glad I have the mic First, because I have a question for my pastor. Oh, okay. So if Belinda is sweet mm. and Aaron is wild and zany yeah. and yeah. Russell is slow and steady, yeah. what am I?
1: This is not this did not happen in the first service. I'm totally on the spot. I'm you thinking can, spicy. Can, I don't know.
6: You can just say awesome. I don't oh, awesome. There you okay. go. All right. There you go. All right. There you go. All right.
1: It's a true no. word, it's a
6: true word, yes. Hey, yeah, yeah, I, I'm sorry, I just couldn't, That's great. couldn't let that I love slide. it, I love it. No, but I just wanted to say thank you to Holland Chapel, um, to Pastor Kyle, Josh, all the staff here, just for welcoming us, um, and that this came at such a needed time in our life. We had been in Pennsylvania for almost 13 years, just working mm. relentlessly and exhausted, and really maybe didn't even know how exhausted until God orchestrated this um, union, I guess, of us and and Holland Chapel, Uh, just it's been a great time for me personally to rest from ministry, to recover, to get my second wind, to go and do it again, and I'm just really, really thankful for this time. Um, So I'm from Saline County, as they said earlier. I grew up out at 10 mile church. And so this is home. I went to Benton high school. And so it just blows my mind that, that God loves me so much that he knew exactly what I needed, that he placed me here where I'm 20 minutes from my parents' house and half an hour from my sister, where we're just a couple hours from Aaron's parents, that he has this perfect plan for my life. And I'm just, just so thankful. Um, This spring, I was able to attend a couple of ladies' Bible studies at my mom's church over in Hot Springs, and we studied the 23rd Psalm, really spoke to me, in this season of my life, um, You all are probably pretty familiar, especially with those first three verses, that the Lord is my shepherd, and I shall not want, or another translation says, I have all that I need, that he makes me to lie down in green pastures, that he restores my soul, and I feel like... This season of, of time has been my green pasture, where God allowed me to heal and rest and recharge, and I'm ready to go do it again. So thank you guys for everything. It's awesome.
7: Hi, I'm Jeremiah. I'm Aaron's oldest son. And I just want to start off by saying thank you to everyone who's prayed and everything you guys have done for us. And... Um, I just kind of want to tell you my story of, like, moving here and what it what it did for me. So, I, I was just, we had just moved schools. We had, we had been there for, like, a year and a half-ish, and my dad kept saying, I feel change in the air. Change is going to happen soon. Just get ready. So, I was like, I don't know what that means, but okay. <laughs> and so, yeah, I was just preparing, and then one day we had a family meeting, and he said, I think we're moving back to Arkansas. And... It was right around Christmas time, so, you know, not the best timing. But, you know, I'm, I'm kind of excited to move to Northwest Arkansas. I got accepted to a, to a music school, and I'm really excited for that. So I just just wanted to thank you all for that. And through all of this, my, my little life verse has been Jeremiah 2911. For I know the plans I have for you, declare the Lord. And I've just kind of kept that in the back of my mind at all times. And just thank you again.
5: That's awesome.
8: Hi, everybody. I'm Micah. I'm the middle child. And um, is everybody here familiar with the story of Abraham and Isaac? Everybody, pretty much, yeah. Well, the story of how God asked Abraham to sacrifice his son as a test of his faith. And I feel like that's kind of what's happening—not the sacrificing part, the test of our faith. And <laughs> first servers too. I, I don't know. The in Genesis 22, 11 to 13 says. The angel of the Lord called out to him from heaven. He said, Abraham, Abraham, here I am. Abraham replied, do not not lay a hand on the boy, he said. Do not do anything to him. Now I know that you have respect for God. You have not held me back from your son, your only son. Abraham looked up. There he saw a ram caught in the bush. He went over, took the ram, and sacrificed it as a burnt offering. You know, with this move, I made multiple sacrifices for the glory of, of God and the kingdom, yeah. about leaving my friends and everything I've known for 12 years. And it wasn't really that bad. At first, I was, I was really excited because I've never lived more than 14 hours near my family in 12 years. So when I first hit, I was excited. And then it didn't really hit me until like the first day of school Cause then I realized I gotta make a bunch of friends again, and then we're gonna do it again. So uh, it's it's good. God gave me plenty of, of new friends to to see when I come back here to see family. Cause we're only gonna live two hours away, which is I don't even know, cause I've never it's new, all new pretty much. Cause when we moved to Pennsylvania, I was I was one and a half. I don't remember any of it. So. <laughs> Uh, but with sacrifice also comes great reward. So, well, in heaven, I'm definitely gonna get a crown for this one. Just so, thank you.
9: I'm Lily, and I'm the youngest of the family. Um, and um, Philippians 4:13, "I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me," is the verse that's kind of helped me through this um, new adventure. And um, I'm going to middle school, um, and I'm kind of nervous starting this school because there's literally six languages. 63. 63, And (laughs) um, I only know one, so. um, But I know it's gonna be okay because Christ is the one who strengthens me and lives within me. Um, And it's just kind of been different living this close to grandma because i I never experienced this because i was i lived in pennsylvania i was born there as well so it just is kind of nice being that close to cousins and family um but i did want to also take a minute to thank our pastors um kyle and josh for making this journey possible because we can couldn't do it without ascending church um, because it's just amazing so thank y'all
6: I just I just have to brag on my kids. I am so thankful that God made them the way that He did. They're just they just all kind of roll with the punches, you know. Like I'm just so proud of you guys for just following us on our faith journey, and it is just so cool to see how God has made them uniquely able to do this. Because as you know, not all personalities would be doing this, and so I'm just so thankful for God and and His gift of you guys to us. I love you guys.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. And so I don't know about you, but I'm walking away from here today and I'm going to be praying for Renee and I'm going to be praying for Jeremiah and I'm going to be praying for Micah and I'm going to be praying for Lily. Oh, man, just thank you guys for sharing your heart. And we want to take just a moment to pray, in particular for the families. So I'm going to ask Cindy Langley to come up here, and she's going to lead this prayer. And she's going to be praying for Belinda as well, and just asking God to, to bless them as a family as they make this transition.
10: Let us pray. Dear Father, I come before you this morning. I just have such a heart of gratitude And I have to admit it's selfish because you've given me the opportunity to get to know this family and also the Knights. And at a time you've called me to pray for them, Father, I thought this would be a great opportunity to pour blessings over them. And in turn, Lord, you've blessed me because you are teaching me through their walk of faith and their trust in you, Father. Exactly what that can look like, and how I need to apply that even more in mine. And so I have much to be thankful for. You've answered so many prayers. You are orchestrating this amazing symphony in this journey through these families. And I have the opportunity to see it and just to see you be big. Lord, so with a heart of gratitude, I just want to lift them up. I want to lift up Renee and Belinda. Father, just continue to clothe them with everything that you've already gifted them with. Your um, strength and dignity. Father, your love, your peace. I just ask that you continue to give them these blessings, Lord, so that they can continue to support love and encourage their, their kids, their community, but most importantly, their husbands. And I'm just in Of their submission to follow you, Father, so that they can support the calling that you have on their husbands' lives. Lord, for their kids—Jeremiah, Micah, Lily, Ryan, and Jana—Lord, just their resilience amazes me, and I ask that you continue to give them that as they move forward and face the challenges that lie ahead. Put people in their lives, Father, that follow you that can come along their side and just support and encourage them and Lord when they're faced with temptation just help them to follow the path that you've quickly put beside them that they can walk away from that temptation help them to remember Father your truths that they've been taught so that they will not push back from their faith in the journey that lies ahead Continue to be with Aaron and Russell, Lord, just empower them with your spirit to speak boldly the name of Jesus so that those who may not know you can come to know you in a personal way. And I said it before, and I'm going to ask it again, be big. I know you're big, Father, but people, other people need to know just how big you are. When we hear about this Walmart effect, Father, I can't wait to hear about the God effect that you're going to have. And just the opportunity that we have to watch it and experience and, and also to be a part of it. Help us to embrace that, Father, and not turn away from it. And it is in your mighty name of Jesus Christ that I pray and ask these things. Amen.
1: Amen. Thank you, Renee. Thank you, Jeremiah, Micah, and Lily. Will you guys give them another hand of encouragement? (laughs) So on your program this morning, uh, if you looked on the backside where our sermon notes normally are, you're going to see pictures and you're going to see names of these two families. And we want you to take these and utilize these as prayer cards just to remember them. There's a lot of other things that we're putting out there for you to pray, but those are in your hands today. And there's these three big ideas that are there that have just kind of been driving you, driving the Northwest Arkansas Project. And you can fill in your blanks there with dream big, pray hard, and act now. Again, that's dream big, pray hard. And act now. And so, man, just kind of quickly yeah. share your thoughts on those things that just are pushing you and driving you.
2: I didn't say this in the first service, but this was a sermon that Darren Clements preached at the All Conference before we had decided to talk. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. really cool how God put that seed in my heart many, many months ago. And then so the the, the first thing there is just dream big. Um, One of the, many of the ways, one of the specific ways that God is doing that is just by partnering us with you. So from our family to you, we want to, we want to say thank you. Thank you for dreaming big on the backside so that we can dream big in the future. And we couldn't do what we do unless Holland Chapel does what you do. So we just want to say thank you for that. And we dream about God doing big things. We believe with all our hearts that God is going to do big things in Northwest Arkansas. And we know that you believe that with us as well. And then pray hard. Um, We need you to pray for us. We're praying. We've been praying. We prayed in the past. We're praying now. We have a team that prays for us regularly, and we need a church that prays with us regularly, and so we ask you to pray hard. And then the last thing is act now. Um, We believe God is calling every one of his believers to act now. We did that by faith. We loaded our truck on December 24th. God said, go, and we said, okay, We loaded it up and we came here. And then God said, now I want you to go and plant a church in Northwest Arkansas and we're acting now. But really what we want from you and what we want for you is we want to be a catalyst for you to do exactly what God is calling you to do. It may have nothing to do with Northwest Arkansas, but we believe that God is calling you to act now. And we want to be that catalyst to see you acting now.
1: Yeah, and so on that act now, church, I just want to tell you, God may be stirring your heart up right now to say, you know what, I want to financially partner on a regular basis, as an individual or a family with the Northwest Arkansas Project, there's opportunity to do that. Who knows? God may be stirring you and your family to move from Benton to Bentonville. You say, Well, that's crazy. Well, let me tell you what crazy looks like. Uh, there's a family in Cleveland, Ohio that has been a part of the church that our church planted there, and uh, they have been praying and seeking God's plan, and He's made it clear to them that they're supposed to move from Cleveland, Ohio to Bentonville, Arkansas, so that they can do life there and be a part of this church plan. And so I don't know, maybe God's stirring your heart in that way. Are we trying to get rid of you? Absolutely not. Are we wanting to see God work in and through your life in an amazing way? Absolutely. And so however God's encouraging you to act now, man, we want to see you say yes to that, to dream big, to pray hard, and to act now. So in just a minute we're going to pray over these two families, a commissioning prayer. in fact, I'm going to ask them to kind of come on up and gather up down there. I'm going to read this passage while they're coming and then we're going to pray this sending prayer and this commissioning prayer. Ephesians chapter 3 and verse 14 says when I think of all this, I fall to my knees and pray to the Father, the creator of everything in heaven and on earth. I pray that from his glorious unlimited resources, then you will be made complete with all the fullness of life and power that comes from God. Now all glory to God who is able through his mighty power at work within us to accomplish infinitely more than we might ask or think. Glory to him in the church and in Christ Jesus through all generations forever and ever. Amen. Our pastors are going to come, some of our deacons are going to come, some of our missions team is going to come. We're going to lay hands, in church, this is just a time that we're going to take our hands and lay on them because we've seen God's hand on them. We've seen God working in their life. We believe that he has prepared them. We believe that he is sending them, and we're agreeing with what God is doing, and Josh is going to lead in this prayer.
0: In Acts 13, verses 2 and 3, we read, One day, as these men were worshiping the Lord and fasting, the Holy Spirit said, Appoint Barnabas and Saul, also known as Paul, for the special work to which I have called them. So after more fasting and prayer, the men laid hands on them and sent them on their way. Dear Heavenly Father, we come to you this morning just in awe. Um, in celebration um, we rejoice in just you Uh, you don't need us but you choose to work through us we're so grateful Lord I um, pray specifically for these families and um, Holy Spirit you've called them we're sending them so clear your call in their life to carry out your work dear lord and we recognize that that's holland chapel dear lord and we are following your commission your great commission to go dear lord i pray that uh these men their families that um that they rest and that they find confidence in their calling um celebrate you in the low times and the high times and Just give them a peace of knowing that you're with them. Holy Spirit, you're with them. Uh, You're guiding them. Dear Lord, I just pray for that confidence and that peace for them as they go forward. We thank you so much for this time of celebration. I pray that it doesn't end now. Uh, Dear Lord, that we constantly give you the praise and the honor for all that you do. Because without you, we're nothing We love you, Jesus. We thank you, Jesus. Thank you for your love and sending your son, your sacrifice for us on the cross. It's in Jesus' name we pray, amen.